When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. How are you? I am doing good. How um, I don't. I was about to ask how you're doing. <laughs> I feel like you were going to ask me really again how I am. <laughs> We can just start the whole episode with like, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Um, Um, Can you believe this is the week of our meetup? No, I am so excited. Like seriously, last chance, last chance, last chance, because it's this Saturday. If you haven't already go register for our meetup. Um, The link is in our bio on Instagram. We'll probably be posting it a lot this week. So if you haven't already, make sure you register seven bucks to come get pizza. Um, You'll be able to get great drinks there and you get to hang out with us and a bunch of other local peeps and meet some new friends. It'll be good times. I am so excited. We have so many of you that have already signed up and it seems like some of you have told us you're coming, but you haven't signed up. So if you're one of those, make sure you sign up so we can get an idea of how much space we're going to need, pizza to order, and all of that good stuff. But we are excited to see so many of you there. But you know what else I'm excited about? So excited. Courtney's with us today. Courtney! Oh my gosh, can I talk about too how I have such FOMO about your meetup? Like, <laughs> I wish you could come so badly. If I did not just start a new job and have to worry about my dogs and stuff, I, I mean, it entered my mind. Like it would have been so, (laughs) every time you talk about it, I'm so jealous. We have to make sure you can make it to the next one. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I was just like loaded with money and I could just be like, don't worry about it, Courtney. Like you could stay at my house. I booked you a flight, like fly out Friday after work (laughs) and Don't worry, Courtney, we're going to expense it. The podcast is just going to expense it for you. Just, you know, submit your receipts. We got it covered. Maybe by your second anniversary meetup, that will be a possibility. That could be a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) Writing, please. Well, we are so excited to have you back on, not to mention everybody else, I'm sure is stoked to have you back on again. Um, So what have we missed? What's been going on the past few weeks since we've talked to you? Um, 
Oh my gosh. So much, so much. I don't even know where to start. Uh, <laughs> okay. I well, guess- let's, oh, let's- you go ahead. Yeah. No. Well, I was just going to like, let's go. Okay. So like what apps are we on right now? As of today, Bumble, Tinder, Hinge. I don't know how long that's going to last, but um, yeah. So those are the big three and those are what I'm on right now. What's the one? Cause I feel like the apps came like in waves for me. Like, mm-hmm. like Tinder would be like where I felt like I was getting all the matches and the good combos and then it would kind of fade out. And then it would be like, um, I don't even know what other apps were ever good for me at the time. Bumble once in a while. I didn't have Hinge at the time, but I felt like they definitely came in waves. Like what's the one that you're loving right now and what's giving you the most frustration? I hate them all right now. (laughs) Um, Looking yesterday, and I know this is going to make me sound hella picky. On Tinder at the moment, I have like 97 matches. And I was thinking out of 97 matches, I cannot find one one, I mean, one of them is a friend and then one of them was, um, my ex-boyfriend. So out of 95 matches, whatever, <laughs> I find like one person to go out with, um, hinge, I think I have like 12 right now. All the conversations they'll have like faded, um, and Bumble, I don't think I have any active matches right now. They're all very old. So it just really depends in general. I always would say Bumble was the best, but that's not the case right now. I am curious when you see someone, you know, like you said, your ex or a friend, do you swipe right all the time? So that's, I I don't know if I had talked about this with you guys. I know a lot of people will even put in their bio. Like if I know you, I'm swiping, right. If I know you and I would go on a date with you, I'm swiping, right. If I know you and I don't want to go on a date with you, like I'm definitely swiping left. (laughs) Yeah. Why make it even more awkward? I'm swiping right because I need to know if you swipe right. (laughs) Okay. So Laura, if you, okay. It's like a guy from high school. Um, you're really not interested, but you're just like, I want to see, and then say you match. And then he messages you. What do you, how do you get out of that? If we match, I would immediately just say, ha ha funny seeing you here. And then like, kind of play it off, like not interested, but had to just say what's up kind of thing. Like, I mean, I wouldn't tell them I'm not interested, but I'd make it kind of clear I'm not. Yeah. Did I talk about this on here? I don't think I did. So my, my friend from, I've known this person since I was like 10 years old. Um, And we had seen each other semi recently. He was engaged. He's not engaged anymore. And so we ended up seeing each other on Tinder and we, I went right and we matched. So I feel like he must've swiped on me first. So he messaged me and just said like, ha, 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 ha. And I said, I know I had to do it. And like, we're like, we're friendly, um, follow each other online and everything. And so we were going back and forth, just friendly conversation. And finally I was like, well, you know, I know you're new to online dating. If you want to get together and have a drink, we could trade war stories because on the one hand I was like, I would totally go on a date with him, but like, I don't know if like how, what his intentions were when he swiped. So I said that, and then he replied and he was like, oh, smooth move. And then never said anything else. So I'm like, yeah, I was infuriated. (laughs) So is he like a douchey person naturally? Or do you think he was like just uncomfortable and didn't know what to do? Um, well, interesting. You say that because then like a few weeks later, I saw him in public and he came up to our table and proceeded to tell my friends and my friend's mom that I was like trying to hit on him on Tinder. Oh, what? Oh, no. So I, 
I need to know how this went. Like he was just by himself and decided that that's the conversation he was going to come up and talk about. I I didn't even think about the story when I told you I had so much to tell you guys. So (laughs) We obviously have a lot of mutual friends. I had already told my friends that this had happened, that I was like embarrassed or whatever. So we went to see this band play a few weeks after this happened. And it was like a dinner and a show kind of thing. And so we were like, had just placed our drink orders. And my, I'm sitting with my back towards the door. My best friend's mom is next to me. And my two best friends are sitting across from me. And my friend Lauren was like, Oh, Hey. And she said his full name. And I thought she was like making fun of me. He, no, he had come up behind us and she was trying to warn me. So, um, he stood at the table. I could not make eye contact with him. (laughs) He, my friend's mom is like, so what's new? And right away he's like, well, I'm single. And I'm like, okay, that's not even what she asked you. That's so awkward too. Really bad. And so again, these are these are my best friends. And like, we all went to school together. So like, I don't know what he thought was going to happen, but so they're making small talk. I did not say one word because I'm still so pressed about how he reacted when I asked him for a drink. And so finally he was like, acknowledges me. And he was like, Oh, um, and we know Courtney is out here single, ready to mingle. And I was like, haha, Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let it go because actually over the summer last year, he had been sending me a bunch of Instagram messages. And so I said, I seem to remember like 30 Instagram messages. It was really weird. Um, ironically, when I was on my first date with Taylor, we saw him at this restaurant. He had come over to the table. He was engaged at the time, talked to us. And then like the next day sent me a message and was like, were you on a date? And I said, yes. He goes, that guy seemed really intimidated by me. Oh my gosh. No, he didn't. And then the rest of the summer proceeded to message me and like, say like, oh, are you free for coffee? Are you free for this? And like, I never was free. And he was like, I need to talk to you. And finally I was like, am I in trouble? Like, why do you need to talk to me? He was like, um, no, never mind." And I said, well, if you ever want to like talk, like, let me know. I like did not understand what was going on. And at this point I was dating Taylor. So I I was going to let the comment at the dinner table go. And then I was like, "Mm -hmm." I was like, bro, actually I remember a lot of weird Instagram messages from you over the summer. And he was like, Oh no, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't like that. He's like, uh, did, did you tell them about the whole situation? Or he goes, when I walk away, you can tell them. I said, Oh no, they already know. And so that's when he proceeds to tell the whole table. Oh, Courtney was like slid into my Tinder messages and is like trying to hit on me. And I was like, that's not what happened. Like we literally matched you. We both swiped the same way and matched and started talking. And then he he seems like the epitome of like just a cocky insecure. Right. So because again, like I, he wouldn't be my normal type, but also I'm like, well, there's history. Like I know he's a good guy. has a good job. Like friendly. We have good conversations that like bothered me so much. So I was like, no. And then after I saw him, everybody's like, he's going to message you. And he, I didn't hear from him that night, but I posted a reel on my own like personal Instagram the next day, something about guys on hinge. Um, and he messaged me about it. So I'm like, I don't know what games you're playing. I'm not encouraging this. So good day to you. Sir. Yeah. He, nobody got time for that. Go we're too old with somebody else. You know what I mean? Like no, we're just too old for this. Yeah. So there was that. And then, um, you know, speaking of 
my ex-boyfriend, I, I know, I don't know how much I talked about with you guys on the podcast, but I know personally we had talked about that. We were still doing like a friends with benefits thing. And I was, I think we talked about that, right. A little bit on the podcast. Yes. And, um, so like we broke up in January and then like pretty much right away that started. And as time went on, cause everyone was like, this is going to be a bad idea. And I was like, no, I can do it. Like he's not emotionally available anyway. And then like, as time went on, he somehow, for some reason decided now I'm going to call you on the phone and I'm going to say nice things to you. And so I started to catch feelings. I think I mentioned to you guys that he did go on a date and that really bothered me. And then like, it was, well, you know, um, I'm sure it's a big thing everywhere, but in Chicago, St. Pass is like a huge thing. People like go to the city at six in the morning, spend all day drinking. I'm not people. I don't do that. But (laughs) my goal is I want to spend St. Patrick's Day in Chicago so bad. I I want to see the river turn green. That sounds like so much fun. And so, yeah, I've actually never seen them do it. I've seen it green later, but I've never seen them do it. Like I've never gone for it. I have like uh, co-workers that live in Chicago and they were all like, having huge parties and stuff on Saturday. I was like, this looks yeah. like fun. Well, and so that's what um, he had gone to. And so the whole day I'm like stressed out, like, is he meeting a girl? Is he taking a girl back to his friend's house? And I'm like, you know, Courtney, like you cannot be thinking like this. Like he's not your boyfriend. So I knew I had to say something because I was like, this just isn't working for me. And so, Wait, so um, up until this point, up, like you guys had still been doing the friends with benefit thing. That's still been going on. Yeah, but also has evolved to like him making me dinner and us going out to eat. And all my friends were like, so it kind of feels like you're dating, you're again. dating again. Yeah. Like my friends were like, no, you don't do sleepovers. You don't go out to dinner. I said, the only thing that's changed is I'm paying for myself. So really I'm not benefiting from this. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, so one more, before you get into the St. Patrick's yeah. Day thing, what, um, did you say he's been like, act, like, is he doing things and acting in ways that you're like, why weren't you like this while we were dating? So for him particularly, yes. Only because like an average person would have been doing this all along, but like now it was like, text me when you get home. And if you didn't hear from me, like, did you make it home safe? Um, and like, I, I think I had, I told you before we started, I have a had, I had a headache. Oh my God. I'm like stuttering now. I had had a headache <laughs> and he was like texting me like, how do you feel? Did you, when I went to the city on Sunday, he's like, how was your dinner? All that stuff. Um, plus like, instead of texting me when we were making plans, he'd like call me and we would talk a little bit. And then, so here I am on St. Patrick's day, like thinking you gotta, sh- like, I don't like to say the word you gotta poop or get off the pot. Right. So <laughs> I'm like, get, or get off the pot. Oh, I know. So I'm like, okay, you gotta say something to him because like, and I've also been, uh, I started seeing a new therapist and I've been seeing her a couple of weeks and, you know, I do know that as much as I wasn't getting out of that relationship, I also had not really been super upfront about it because I'm very passive aggressive and I have a very hard time advocating for myself. Like if someone's treating you terribly, I could talk shit about that person all day long and tell you what to say. But when I don't feel like I'm getting what I need, it's very hard for me to express that. So because of how he was acting and then how I was feeling, I thought, okay, I just need to talk to him and let him know, like, either do we want to try this again or are we done with this? Because I can't, it's like really stressing me out and giving me anxiety. And so Saturday night I was home and like in bed by 10 o'clock and I got up to go to the bathroom and he had texted me like at one in the morning, drunk, obviously, and was like, I wish I was there. And Ooh. I was like, 
I know. And so it's like, where was this text before? You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, and you know what they say about when you're smiling at your phone, you're in trouble. So, um, were you in trouble, Courtney? No. Yeah. I've been in trouble for a couple (laughs) of weeks. So Monday I was at work and I like typed out a note of what I wanted to say. And then I was like, you know what? You just got to send it because either way it's like off your shoulders now. Um, and I sent it and then like, he had called me a few hours later and, um, it just, I, well, I think I'll be fine. I've like cried telling the story multiple times in the last two days, but, um, yeah, I just said like, my feelings are getting stronger and I don't know where you stand. Um, but I just need to know like how you feel. And I mean, you know, he was very honest and he said, I'm really happy with what we have going on. I don't think I want a committed relationship. And he was like, I know it doesn't make it better or maybe it makes it better or worse. He said, I'm not saying no, for sure. I said, well, if it's not a yes, like it's a no. So you know what I mean? Um, and then I started crying and like, as we know, he doesn't like that. So, um, I just was like, I'll let you go. And again, he was like, you know, can we, can we be friends? Like not friends with benefits, just like true friends. Like, I don't want to not be able to talk to you and stuff. So I'm like crying harder. And I said, I just can't, I can't, like, I can't do that. And so, um, I said, I appreciate that you were honest with me. Like, um, but if we're not going to be in a relationship, like I have to be able to move forward because I have noticed the last few weeks, very little interest in the apps. Um, you know, and I, I can go into another story. I was asked on a date. I really didn't want to go. My friend basically like had to reply to this guy for me and like forced me to say I would go because I said like, I don't want to be spending time with other people. And when that's the case, like this needs to stop, you know? Right. So So I'm a little irritated at myself because I'm more upset now than I was in January, but it's, is what it is. But I mean, so do you think, so if he had said he was willing to get back together, you would have been interested in trying this again. Um, yes. And what I had said to him was the problems we had were not like unfixable problems, but they are problems we both have to accept and work on. And that was, again, things I've, I've talked about with you guys. And I've talked about obviously on the podcast and whatnot, things that I felt like should have been second nature were not, but I also like, like the whole fight about the tap water, you know, I never explained to him. It's not about the water. It's about you doing something because you know, it's important to me. And it shows me that you care. I just, exactly. and then we moved past it and I never explained why it bothered me. So I am trying to work on that. Like I've talked about that with my therapist and I'm like, I really need to get better about it. So I was proud of myself, even though I was embarrassed that I was crying in the car on the phone. I I knew it was no longer like healthy for me to be in this situation. And um, so I was proud that I extricated myself. But I also think that I want to be with someone who right away is like, yeah, no, like, what can I do to make this work? And that's just not him. So it is what it is. And at least now I know for sure, you know, was Taylor your age or older or younger? older okay he's older um okay so what I was gonna say maybe wouldn't apply as much but um I honestly like the first thing that comes to mind about that and I'm sure I'm not sure because I don't know him but it doesn't sound like this is his intentions but it's almost not even fair to you that he continues to ask to be friends right like 
Like that request of you while you're on the phone crying, pouring your heart out, and he knows that the relationship you guys have had right now is hard, isn't fair to you. And so, and I feel like you can't, you can't necessarily, it's not fair. And like, it's easy from the outside to say that, but it's almost like human nature when you care about somebody like to not want to just completely get rid of them in my life. And that was like, really, really hard for me with Matt, except it was the opposite. Like Matt was breaking up with me and I was like, oh my God, like, I can't even imagine not like talking to you every day. And like, I I can't even imagine, like, don't know why, like I rarely saw him. Right. But But it was just like, it's an attachment. It's an attachment and it's a comfort thing. And you just can't imagine your life without that person until your your life ends up without that person. And, you know, like, so a couple months down the road, but it's, I can understand where he's coming from with wanting to continue having you in his life, but like, hopefully he gets to a point or is there after a conversation already where he's like, okay, this works for me. This is, this situation has been great for me, but the situation isn't great for Courtney. I care about Courtney. And so I need to like respect that she can't have that right now. Well, you would think. And then, so that was Monday night. And then yesterday I get a text in the middle of the day from him that was like, how's your head today? Oh my gosh. He just can't let go. Yeah. I mean, I've been there with exes. It's, we have this hard time. Like my two of my ex-boyfriends, it's like, eventually it was like, we'd still try to keep having this like same normal texting type relationship and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, this is not healthy for either of us. It's like unhealthy for one of us to be doing it. And it's unhealthy for the other who's trying to get over it. It's, it's not healthy for either person. Well, and I also think, I've been doing a lot of, um, you know, Reddit research. That's where I get all my info these days. And, you know, and I've seen a lot of good things that I've like been like putting in my phone, like affirmations, like on the dating, the dating, um, in your dating over 30, um, subreddit is actually really good. And, um, somebody was saying like, I know what I bring to a relationship. I know why someone would want to still be my friend. Um, but I'm, I'm, I put in so much effort. I don't, I'm, what did she say? I can't remember exactly what she said, but basically she she was like, I don't deserve to be anyone's anything casual. And I thought, wow, that is so good. And I wish I could remember exactly what she had said, but yeah, I don't, I'd want to text me too. If, you know, I was someone's friend because I do like, um, you know, I saw something yesterday morning, like a show that I knew he'd really be interested in. And I thought, oh, should I text it? And then I was like, no, like you have to be strong. Like do not do it. So I didn't Um. haven't talked today and you know I do have some things I need to get back from him but um other than that like I'm it just it definitely feels more final this time and I am I'm sad um but you know my friend Melissa had said like he's just not your person and like hopefully hopefully she didn't say hopefully I said that she said God has someone better for you out there like your person is out there and I just was like well he better hurry up (laughs) honestly Courtney all this is as sad as I know you are right now two months ago like we were very confident he isn't your person and all I think doing with the friends and benefit situation was holding you back and keeping you just like not like invested in the apps because I know that would be the thing if I would get like invested with just this like texting relationship type thing with somebody it makes you like not even care about the apps it makes you like think everybody else is stupid (laughs) and as long as we're still doing this with Taylor 
I think that you wouldn't be able to fully invest in like trying to meet somebody that is possibly the right person for you. And I think you needed to be able to have like all of your head into somebody else instead of having part of it shared with his attention. No, you're, yeah, you're 100% right. So I'm just like, I was trying to decide like, like Monday night, I was like, oh, I'm done. And like, I put on my apps on, um, Cause this whole time too, like I've been swiping and talking to guys and texting and like, we were always on the same page about that. And I said, you know, I'm just going to put them all on pause. And then today I was like, well, that's kind of stupid because like, I don't have to go on them, but if I'm on pause, nobody's seeing my profile either. So, um, I'm gonna, you know, just try and maybe not take it as seriously. I feel like I've been just like putting a lot of pressure on myself because I also think I was like, well, it'll be easier to end this situation if I have someone else. And that's not really healthy anyway. So um, we'll see, but I did. um, So I matched with this guy on Bumble last week and I had texted a picture to a few of my friends. And I thought, I thought it was like super attractive. Like, and like, you know, sometimes everyone has their type. Yes. he was like objectively a good looking guy like and I was like this is weird and we had already met from that TikTok video no I don't think I put him in that so this guy was like no he was at least this guy was normal so we're talking then he was like so do you want to he lives like an hour away he was like did you want to get did you want to go out and I said, yeah, um, we can meet somewhere halfway. And he said, cause I always like to say that because like, I don't want anyone thinking like you're coming to my house on a first date and anything's going to happen. Like, that's just not my vibe. Yeah. So I so said, we meet halfway and he was like, no, I don't mind coming out to you. Um, and I said, no, like, you know, I picked a town that's like definitely closer to me, like 10 minutes. And so he said, how about a place that's got like dinner and drinks and like maybe some games and like, there's like a barcade that's right near here. So we have like arranged it, picked a day. This was Friday, last Friday night or this last, I don't know the timeline. That's like, whatever. So (laughs) time zones, timelines. It's all confusing. That's true. So it was Friday night. So then by Saturday night, I had not heard from him and I was out with my friend and she had gone on my apps and was matching and messaging a bunch of people and so she had said to him I think she sent like a couple dots because like he never like confirmed so then he replies right away he's like so sorry I've actually been talking to someone else on here um I don't want to be an asshole to either one of you so I'm not going to pursue this with you any further and I was like what the I didn't even want to go out to do it further we haven't even met like calm down I think that would have hurt my feelings if we had gone out. We have never even gone out. You asked me out. And to be honest with you, I did think it was sketch only because he is so cute. Like I had texted my sister and I was like, why would a man this attractive want to go out with me? Which uh, I'm aware of not a uh, healthy thing. No, right. My friends made me feel better. My sister says to me, well, maybe there's something wrong with him. Oh, geez. that's such a sister thing to say. I was joking. I was like, yeah, he's five, nine. That's why. But, um, <laughs> oh, is he five, nine? He was. Yeah. And he had oh. an, um, which that's a whole other, I'm, I really was never like a height person, but Taylor was so tall that now I'm like, I think I like tall. So, I mean, five, nine, he's still, it doesn't even matter. He's a very attractive guy. He was decent on a conversation, but it was just so funny. Like, I feel like he thought he was like letting me down. And I was like, this is even war a reply. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. No. 
But so, I, think that, I think in the world of dating apps and just going into it with the assumption that anybody you match with initially is talking to other people, like everybody can assume that on both yeah. sides. That's very normal. Like you said, you've matched with 98 people or something like you're not just talking to him. So the least you can do is if you're going, if you've made plans with somebody and you're no longer going to follow through with those plans, say that. Yeah. Don't, don't allow, you know, a night to be blocked off for this person that you haven't even met just for them to like ghost you or flake or flake on you because they've kind of got something going with somebody else now. Like so rude like just have some like decency well that's the thing and and I will say I think again like this why I do think I was having a harder time letting go of my like friends with benefits thing because so something like that happens and then I had been talking to a guy on tinder I don't remember if I told you guys I think maybe I did text you about this but I had been talking to a guy we had matched on no, actually it was Bumble. It was Bumble. This was like two or three weeks ago, like totally nice conversation. He was, so I'm 33. He was 27. So he was a bit younger, like lived super close. Um, we had a lot of stuff in common. We started talking, found out we actually had gone to the same high school. And so like we moved to texting, texted, like not an all day thing, but for like two or three days, like a reasonable flow of conversation. And so I was like, I had said one night I had gone out celebrating my new job and I was like a couple martinis deep. And I texted him and said, we should get together sometime, which I've never asked anybody out or no, that's a lie. I did one time. And so he was like, haha, yeah, we'll figure something out. And I was like, no, didn't like this, but I continued to talk to him. And so then that was like a Thursday night, that Friday night, I had said I was out for a birthday and he's like, Oh, like, let me know when you get home. And I was like, Oh, that's kind of nice. So I was like, Oh, I'm home. And he was like, I, I also won't get too graphic. Cause you know, I don't know who listens, what we're even allowed to say on here, but <laughs> so he was, and he lives at home still, which I mean, again, he's 27. I, I assumed that. So I was like, yeah, I'm home. And he was like, are you drunk? And I was like, no. And then he was like, oh, I'm having trouble falling asleep. And I was like, I know where this is going, but I'm going to see what happens. And so I said, oh, really? And he was like, yeah. And I said, well, that's not really anything I can help with. And he's like, technically speaking, you could. No. I was like, okay. So again, old me would have just left it at that or like laugh reacted or like emoji, whatever. I was like, no, this asshole like wants me to either like send him dirty stuff send him pictures like I know what he's trying to do yeah so I said okay well I said it's not that I can't it's that I won't and so yeah and so then like an hour later he replied and was like okay going to bed good night and then I have not heard one thing from him since then like you're not missing anything so I think based off of just his response of like haha yeah we'll have to figure something out when you were like oh we should get together that just yeah. is one of those guys that like likes to always have somebody to be messaging. The hook. Like 100. they don't even want to necessarily hook up, but they like having that like texting relationship attention yeah. of having a girl messaging them and like where they feel like they're wanted by some chick. And the second where you were like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. He's like, oh, like well, it. this isn't going to benefit me at all. Um, last year. I had like matched with this guy and then I ended up dating someone else for like three months. And it's like, when we broke up, I messaged the guy again. And I said, you know, or if you're still interested in going out, I'd like to go out. 
he ended up having like a COVID exposure. So we had to like postpone our date for two weeks. Like we had never met texting me all day, every day. Good morning. How's your day? What'd you have for lunch? No, 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 no. Get out of here with that. That is like (laughs) words of affirmation. Once I know you and I'm invested, if Taylor had been texting me like that, I would have eaten it up. I don't need that from a stranger. You don't care that I had a tuna sandwich for lunch. I don't really care that you had a hot dog or whatever. So like, I don't get why guys are like that. Because to be fair, if there was a guy I was interested in enough where I was. Oh, 100%. 100%. Okay. See, that was never me. Really? No. See, the second I'm interested enough where I give you my phone number, you can, if anytime you want to check in, I'm like eating it up. Even if you haven't met them yet though. Yeah. If I gave you my phone number, like I am very interested in us going on a date and like, see, I agree with that, but then I just feel like I've been on. So anyway, I talked to this guy freaking dawn till dusk for two weeks. And then we went on the date and I, the second we saw each other, I was like, this is not for me. And he made me last year or this was, yeah, no, this was here. And then he also, we had only gone for coffee. I drove 45 minutes to get coffee. And he very clearly was like, I had to pay for my own coffee. So I was like, this was like a complete waste of my time. You can't even pay for a girl's coffee. I'm telling you, I drove 45 minutes. We get to this coffee place and we're in line together. And they're like, okay, who's next? And he was like, go ahead. Like he made it very clear. He was not, I don't even drink hot coffee, you guys. So like, this was really, and then, um, I already knew I was not interested. We like went on a walk for this date. Cause it was like COVID had to walk around in the cold with him for two hours. And then I got home and he texted me. And instead of saying, did you get home safe? He said, I made it home safely. Okay. <laughs> like, I wasn't exactly worried about that, but good. You should have yeah. responded. I'm stalled on the side of the road. <laughs> so then like, it was like, yeah, November or no, this, yeah, this was like uh, November, 2020. And then um, I did tell him I didn't feel it unmatched from him and then like more recently he's liked me on hinge again and I'm like bro take a hint like it wasn't even actually and I was very blunt about it do you usually go out with somebody before you give them their phone give them your phone number um I always have only because I do prefer to do like I if I'm okay so like you were saying you focus on one person if if I'm interested enough in you to like want to go out with you we can, we can text a little bit. Um, for me, I just feel like it's easier to text than to like, you know, you get to the parking lot of your first date and you got to open up your hinge and go to your messages. And I don't have notifications on for any of my apps. So I do always give them my phone number. Um, when I first started dating online, I had done like a Google voice and I know people that do that. That yeah. was even too, much. but I do just give them my real phone number. Cause I'm like, I can block them if I have to, but I've I never had to. I thought you were saying that you like, usually don't give your number out until you've at least gone on one date. Oh no, no, no. I always do. Um, like if I've even had like on an app, if our conversation has even gone back and forth like three or four times and it seems decent, I'll say like, here's my phone number. If you want to text me and like they've, they've, I think almost every time they will, because then it takes the pressure off. They don't have to ask. And I don't want to be texting on an app for weeks on end. So it's worked out well for me. Um, and then again, like this, 
douchebag from my high school or whatever. Um, I, again, I was like, it's not even worth blocking him. Like, I know he's not, I'm not going to hear from him. So I haven't heard anything from him. It's been like two weeks. So I was I, kind of always the same way with the texting. Like I, I, if I'm talking to you and I'm interested and we have a date coming up and it's planned, like I yep. do want a little bit, but not, I don't want to know you well enough before I even met, meet you. Not to mention all day texting leads to things at night that like, I don't yep. want before I meet yep. somebody. Like I'm not interested in texting you all day. And then it's nighttime and you're laying in bed and like, you need something extra, like not happening right then and there. And then also, like, even with Jordan, when Jordan and I were, like, very newly dating, um, we had gone on two dates. We were not official yet. We'd only seen each other twice. But we had started after the second time texting more and more and more. And I remember I was in Palm Springs with my friend Kristen. And we were, like, texting. All- it was, like, the weirdest trip. Like, Kristen had, like, things that she was texting her boyfriend about all trip. And I was like texting this new guy a lot. And then all of a sudden, Kristen and I were going to dinner and like, I was like, okay, I'm going to dinner. Like, I'll talk to you later or whatever. Came back that night. And like, I noticed because when we first started dating, he would put his, um, read receipts. No, not read receipts. His, um, like where you can turn your notifications off or whatever, but it tells you it's doing that. Yeah, like his do not disturb. I do that Do not disturb. So he, it wasn't weird because he would do that every night when he went to bed until the morning. Like it was like a set, like 11 p.m. to like 7 a.m. thing or whatever. But he had done it on like a Friday night or something at like eight or nine. And it was on until like 10 the next day. And where does my mind go? Like my mind's like, this is out of character for you, blah, blah, blah. Like I just, I don't even want to have to think or feel those things when I'm like, when I've been on two dates with somebody, you know, but that's how you know that you're into it. And like, that's what it's exactly that kind of stuff. Because like, if you don't, if you don't care, you wouldn't even have noticed or like cared if he texted you back. And so it is, it's, it's so, it's like a game of chess, this online dating. And so it's like, I am like, I don't want anyone to think, I don't want your listeners to think I'm not trying. Cause as you see, I am trying my last few attempts have not gone well because they're either perverts or flakes. And so I don't really know where that leaves me, you guys. Um, okay. So clearly not chatting with anyone specifically at the moment. No. Okay. And I felt like there was one more I wanted to ask you about, but maybe that was- I had another question. So you so. text Laura and I this week, a screenshot of one of the dating apps and it was somebody like that was interested in feet stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was so, te- so tell us about that. Like, tell us like, so you basically said you came across it. He had a picture of like feet or whatever. And you were like, Oh, if he wants like feet pictures, also in feet pictures. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's hard after a divorce, you're paying all your bills by yourself. <laughs> I will, I have my phone right here. I'll just pull up. I have the screenshot that Courtney sent and this was Mike. He's 37 and six, six. Ooh. And he no. said, looking for women with cute feet who enjoy no strings attached foot rubs can be platonic or lead to more. You call the shots hot. If you've got a dominant streak, but not required. So I sent it to Steph and Laura and I said, I was considering it because I didn't realize he wanted to meet in person for foot rubs. I thought he just wanted pictures of my feet. And so like, I wonder, like, I 
exciting. It went through my head where I was like, how does this work? Do you just try and match with them? And then if you match, you like send them your Venmo, like, how does this work? And You're then, like, I'm super down though. Well, I was, I mean, Hey, I know, I know someone, um, that sells pictures and it really is not me. It is someone I know. And she sells pictures of her feet. Um, or well, she like, I don't even know. I forget where she met the guy. She Snapchats pictures of her feet and he literally like PayPal's her like once a month. I need to find that. I mean, (laughs) I'm going to be you like, I don't even know what the guys care. If you're like bringing in the bacon and all you're doing is sending pictures of your feet. Like I don't think (laughs) Jordan would not care. He'd be like, how much did you make this week? (laughs) $13. All right. I'm going to ask Jeff what I need to ask Jeff what he would think if I told him somebody offered me money for my foot photos. I don't think he'd care either. (laughs) A good poll for Instagram. Like, would you do it? And it's like, literally it's nothing else. It's just feet. And I was just thinking like, why not? And then I was like, Oh no, wait, foot rubs means in person. And also what does he mean? He wants like a dominant aggressive, like foot rub. I, it was too much for me. The things you, that's what I don't, I'm, there's a lot of things I don't mess about the dating sites, but you come around some weird that not where you guys are is it like a I don't know if it's like a weird midwest thing because I don't even I've been trying to extend my dating range to the city but I don't really want to date someone that lives in the city so I try to keep it like 20 or 30 miles so I can't even say it's like a Chicago thing because these are like suburban men (laughs) it's crazy I mean the thing the things that I would come across like part of me like even for the podcast has like thought about like Oh, maybe I can talk to Jordan and like still do the dating apps just for fun, just for podcast content. Right. And I'm like, yeah. that's horrible. <laughs> you cannot do like, there's a real person on the other side that you're literally like considering stringing along just for podcast content. Like I can't do that. Like even no, if Jordan was like, sure, do your thing. I'm like, I would be so mad if somebody did that to me for like their podcast content. So I just can't. But I do like miss just like the humor of like scrolling and seeing and you're like, is this guy for real? Like, are you serious right now? I can't like, I want to send this to your mom. Like, well, they need- idea. Why didn't we do that? I know we that still was can. our first episode together. I think we can. And also if you're looking, I mean, we keep talking about it, like, I could just, especially if I'm not super invested right now, we could just, I could send you all my logins and you guys could just mine for content because I I remember I had texted you because I wanted to do that. And then I realized hinge is different. Like you could swipe in Chicago for me, but Bumble and Tinder are like based on your phone location. So like you would be swiping in California, which a you know what, if it's for content, who cares anyway, B, you could still find me a great guy. We don't know. Cause wasn't, we could, that's kind of the goal is to find you a California guy and move you out closer to us. Like, True. don't you know what we're doing? Steph, didn't I mean, you say that Jordan was kind of skeptical when we, him and I were chatting because I had said I was in Washington, but he was oh, like, yeah. because you're like 12 miles away. Oh my <laughs> God. That's he, funny. He was so skeptical, but he wasn't like admitting it at first until I admitted at dinner that like, oh my God, I wasn't even the one to match with you. It's my friend. And he's like, oh, like, honestly, I thought you were catfishing me because 
he was like talking about how many miles he's like you're like 17 miles away according to tinder but like you're telling me you're 900 miles away like which one is it and I'm like how did you just go along with that I feel like that would have been like an immediate like unmatch if someone tried telling me that they're 17 miles away yeah I would just be giving people the benefit of the doubt and assuming it's a glitch in the tinder system I would have said something but like, I actually stuff was thinking about that yesterday. Cause I have a friend that always says she wants to swipe for me. And I was thinking like, was any part of you worried that when you told him that he was going to be really mad? I don't think I expected him to be mad just cause I know my intentions. Like it wasn't like, like, I feel like he could have been mad if like, let, let's say Laura was swiping on hers and was like, this guy's cool, but I don't really like him. So you can have him. And then like, I ended up showing up or whatever, yeah. like, but I mean, she I, was literally just like swiping for a friend, which I think is like more common than people realize. Like, no, I mean, true. you realize like your friends do it too, Courtney. Yeah. Like it's exhausting. Like you want it, but you don't want to have to do the work all the time. And so you have these 100%. friends that are like, I know you well enough to do it on your behalf or whatever. And so I think it's like, I think it's like fairly common. I think it was probably like a weird thing to bring up on like our first date or whatever, but I think it's like more common than. I think also, yeah and I think it was also fine because him and I only talked for that one night and then I passed it along it wasn't like him and I were talking on tinder for like a week and then Stephanie okay. jumped in it was only That's- one night him and I chatted we had a great two-hour combo and then I passed <laughs> on the baton he was probably most disappointed that like I actually knew nothing about sports like he's like wait <laughs> <laughs> Can you transfer Laura's sports knowledge to you? And it, this would be great. Yeah. But now there's something to teach you about. And you, even if you don't know a lot about it, you're like in, like you'll go to games and things. Oh, so yeah. And to do that with. Exactly. Like I'm down to, to go to any sports, any game, whatever. Like I know a little bit about football, like mostly my own team, you know, but I like, I can't tell you what happens in any other sport, but I like to go and. It's an expensive date because I like to drink at the games, but (laughs) (laughs) you know what? Your company is, so I wouldn't worry about it. Exactly. Well, go ahead, Laura. So I was going to say other than, you know, just kind of coming to a place of a little bit more closure with Taylor and just having that feeling of like, oh, I want to start dating again, but it's so hard. Like, it's hard to jump right back into it. Like, are you feeling ready just to like, you know, the weekend's coming up in a couple of days. Are you ready to just like sit there and like swipe all weekend and have conversations and plan dates for the next week? Or are you like, no, I need to take time off for me. So I will say I have a couple of friends. We're going to dinner in like a town that's maybe like an hour away this weekend. And I was just telling my friend yesterday, I said, after dinner, we need to like stay and go to like the bar part of the restaurant, order a drink. I said, because we need to start like trying to be more active. Like I'm, I'm social. I go out a lot, but like going to dinner with your girlfriends is like not the same as like making an effort, like in public to meet someone. So, um, I'm going to try that. And like, I had actually taken some notes during my therapy session because she said some things that I wanted to make sure we talked about. Oh, I know because I really was like, I keep saying like, 
why do I keep attracting these kinds of people or like, what am I doing? And I was saying how, which I've said many times, I think I have an anxious attachment style. And she was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't actually think you do. She said, from what you've said about all your relationships, you seem pretty like fine if they're out and they're with their friends. Like you don't really seem like you're worried about them cheating on you or doing things they're not supposed to be doing. I said, no, those are like, never my concerns. Honestly, it's the, why didn't he text me back? Stuff like that. And she was like, I think if you dated someone that brought out like your secure, like you felt more secure, that anxious stuff would go away. She's Mm -hmm. like, people with attachment, like, I don't want to say, she didn't say like, they're way worse than me, but she was like, I definitely don't think that's actually what your you have or like what your issue is she said you just keep dating guys that bring out that side of you and like you need to be dating people that like um I had told her like I have a list on my phone of like affirmations and like manifesting like it's like you guys remember that episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch where they baked the perfect man <laughs> no but I love I love that this is where your mind went like, thinking, like remember- randomest reference I'm like no I don't remember I watched that show religiously but okay. don't remember anything remind us what happened so it's like the best so like they're trying to bake a man for Sabrina and you know you put in like you follow your recipe like a, a pinch of handsomeness and a dash of funny or I don't know whatever I'll send you guys a link to it so anyway I like have built like my perfect man in my phone and I'm, I'm trying to manifest it and they're not crazy things it's literally things like good job good communicator emotionally available like I'm not like he needs to be a millionaire or have a boat like I it's not crazy stuff and so she was suck, like, though. no absolutely not on this point <laughs> and so <laughs> She was like, um, my therapist was like, I think at the top of your list really needs to be communication and emotional availability. And she said, maybe most people wouldn't deem those things red flags because it's not the same as like you caught them in a lie or they cheated or they, you know, they said they're not a smoker and they are, but she was like, for you, those are red flags because those are non-negotiables. Those are things that are going to make you unhappy. And, um, I just was saying, I really need to like every time a relationship has ended, my husband was a different thing, but I will say things in the beginning we fought about were still things we were fighting about 14 years later. You know what I mean? It's not why we got a divorce, but with both my ex-boyfriends, Tom and Taylor, things at the beginning where I thought, well, maybe they'll change. They didn't. And then I'm the one that ends up hurt and upset at the end because I didn't leave when I should have. So I need to just really be better about that. So I'm trying to like maybe date, or, or even because I'm not going on dates yet, but like swiping with more intention. Um, but it's also hard because you're like, some guy might be terrible at a profile and then like really a great guy in person. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think you can also, I think you can, it's hard to say swiping with intention unless you see something that's a hard no in their profile and you know to swipe left. But I think once you start talking, you can get vibes. Like if he's douchey, like just immediately unmatch, or if he says something that's, you know, like, like you've talked about how you want kids, right? So like, let's say you start talking and he's like, I'm so glad that I came to this realization. You know, I'm in my thirties now. And I just, I realized I don't want kids like, okay. Like in that moment, like you can't change somebody and you can't, you can get vibes from people mm-hmm. on if they're a good person or not just from a conversation. So maybe be more intentional just 
with that because I remember when I was in the, you know, the grunt of online dating, like I would continue conversations that I was, I was asking myself while I was continuing them, like, why? Like, why am I continuing this conversation? I'm not interested. He's obnoxious. But like, I I just had like this, like desire to like, Like get something good out of it. Yes. And I'm like, it's a waste of time. Wait, which was, which guy was that? I don't think we ever talked about him on the podcast. I just remember this guy from Anaheim that was super douchey and super douchey. We actually went to the same high school. No. So this guy, we, so I only went to this high school for my senior year. It wasn't like I knew everybody at the school and he was younger than me. Um, but I didn't match with him because I knew him. Like we figured that out after we matched. I don't know him. I just went to the same high school. So after we matched, we were like, Oh, we went to the same high school. Like, that's crazy. I like pulled out my yearbook and like found a picture of him in my yearbook. And was like, no way. But, um, we kept matching on every app, like every app. And then we'd like stop talking for a while and then we'd match again or whatever, you know? And, um, he was just super douchey. He was super cocky. He was a little younger and he was always trying to make it sound to me like he, no offense, but like that he was more important than he is. Like he's setting like yeah. expectations for me that he's like somebody he's not like, he's trying to tell me he lives in Anaheim, like in a house, you know, like he has a house and I'm like, turns out he lives with his mom in Anaheim, which like, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I guess, you know, we're yeah. all at different places in our lives, but don't make me think you own a house in Anaheim Hills when you're living with your mom still like don't portray yourself as somebody you're not like you are somebody that's never going to find somebody on this app. If you're continually lying about yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah. I, so, never got, I never got like very authentic vibes from him when reading your guys' conversations, like at all. No. And that's horrible. No. If just reading text messages, you can't feel like somebody's being authentic. Like that just shows how bad it is. <laughs> it was bad. But I was giving him the time of day multiple times. Like I would, I'd be like, eh, I'm annoyed with this guy. We'd stop talking. Like it would just fizzle out or whatever. And then we'd match again on a, another app and I'd continue giving him the time of day. And it's like, I'm wasting my time. Like, this isn't even fun. It's not even like I'm giving him the time of the day and it's fun while right. I'm doing it. Like, it's not even fun. So I don't even know what I was doing. I know it's, you know, I agree. I find myself in that position frequently. Um, we totally interrupted you with your therapy notes. Oh no, no, that was just it. I just was like, you know, that's good because like I've self-diagnosed myself as one thing. And I think she's given me hope. Like it's not necessarily that. So I I feel like if, if you ever like had a desire for a career change, like, I feel like you would make a great therapist. Like you are very self-aware and very like, like, what is the word I'm looking for, Laura? Besides self, like you are super self-aware, like but that, more than normal people. That's only because of my divorce. And because like, I was telling my therapist, like, because I not only therapy, but it was like self-help books and podcasts and like all the things I've read online. And I'm not, I was never like that before. Um, I should have been, I just wasn't, but yeah, because I think, but I also think then like, it's a downfall also because then I'm always trying to like rationalize like what everyone else is doing or why they did this or, and 
So I don't know. I don't, I think I'd be a bad therapist because I'd be like thinking about people's problems like all the time. That's true. That would be stressful. I mean, yeah, being a therapist is like, thank God there are therapists because they change people's lives for the better. Um, But yeah, it would be hard to like take all of that home and just be like, oh my God, it's like people's problems on top of your own all day long. I got enough of my own guys. You know that. (laughs) No, that was what my ex-husband went to. That's what he got his degree in was he wanted to be a marriage and family therapist. And I like look at everything with our relationship and how he is it as a person and I am just like thank god you never became anyone's therapist oh my gosh that is the definition of irony I think yeah no he's like I just can't imagine him being a therapist for anyone (laughs) so well thank god (laughs) but well um, Courtney we just want like I know, I know we love having you on for updates. And even when there's not dating updates, like you're just still so like wise in, in how you think about this stuff and how you like express <laughs> it. And a lot, you are a lot. How of you guys can see Courtney's face right now? How not- many people, how many people have expressed that to us, Laura, that you like just articulate all of this so well. And you know, like you, you people like hearing what you have to say. So there's different stages of this. Like, don't just go into like dating because Wom needs updates or whatever. Like, do what's best for you and we'll have you on regardless. It's not like we don't like talking to you. And exactly. I think people, I think people love the funny stories and love that part of dating, but I think they also like the wisdom that you bring as somebody that's kind of like in this in-between, like wanting to make sure you're ready as a person to get back into it, but also that is your long-term goal. And you know, just making, making sure you're at a healthy place to do that, I think is great to talk about too. Well, thank you. And that's funny because I had dinner at my parents on the way here. I was on the phone with Bianca and I said, yeah, I'm doing WOM tonight. And I said, I can't really get on there and tell them your dating segment. Uh, I don't know, host or whatever, just put all her dating apps on pause. <laughs> you can definitely tell you us do that. you Courtney. Yes. <laughs> And but it was just funny because I had just made that joke to her like right before we started. <laughs> that was so funny. Well, I I mean, we were thinking we were gonna probably do like maybe 20 minutes of updates or something, and here we are at like an hour. We were gonna do like this little fun quiz about um that we found about divorcing your partner over certain scenarios. I say we save that for a future episode. We'll that- table it. And um, instead, let's hop on over to Flavor of the Week. Hit it. Flavor of the Week. All right, Courtney, did you bring us a Flavor of the Week today? I did. Um, I had a couple to pick from, but my Flavor of the Week this week is, I don't know if you guys have heard it, but it's um, Machine Gun Kelly's new song with Willow. I don't know if it's like emo is girl. It the emo I- girl? Yes. Yeah. I see it all over TikTok. Okay. It's I have over- no idea what you guys are talking about. So it's Machine Gun Kelly with Willow. Yes. And it's so good. And it's like Megan Fox, um, like says, I don't know what she says. She says something like right in the beginning of the song, it's her voice. And it's basically about how he's like in love with the emo girl. And like, I was a little bit of an emo 
girl in high school with the hot topic and whatnot. And so it just was like very nostalgic. Um, and it's like, a, it is actually a good song, but people have been doing really funny TikToks to it. And that was like, um, that was the most recent TikTok that North and Kim did that like set Kanye off. And I think they ended up removing it, but, yes. um, yeah, it's a really good song. I listened to it like five times today. And it's just like one of those like older, like, I think, I do think Travis Barker produced it. So it's like an older, like Blink-182 feel. And it talks about how like she wears band t-shirts and it's just like a fun song. You got to give it a listen. It okay, is a really I, good song. Maybe I have heard it if it's been popular on TikTok and I don't realize I've heard it. So I'll check it's it out. Something, it's something like fell in love with an ego with an girl. girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've heard it, but I'm going to look it up as soon as we're done. You have to listen to it and let me know your thoughts. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? So I was going to have one flavor of the week, but I realized how like kind of ridiculous this is. So I'm just going to mention it anyways, because I'm obsessed and then get into my real flavor of the week. So the one I was going to choose is um, a candle company. I think it's pronounced Diptyque or Duptyque or something like that. Diptyque. And, and they're super fancy candles. They're like very pretty. Like, so they're pretty not even to burn just to keep for like decoration. But they're like $70 for like a smaller than like a Bath and Body Works size like, candle. Yeah, candle. But they smell they smell amazing. Like they're the best. And, um, Jordan and I were recently at South coast Plaza, which I never go there. And so we were, it's been like a decade since I'd been to South coast Plaza. And so we were walking around and I had just seen a pop-up shop for Diptyque at the Grove recently and like fell in love with their candles, didn't buy anything. And then we went into the store at South Coast and ended up buying a candle. And it's amazing. It's $70 though. So don't listen to me. It's adorable. You can Google I, it, but. Are you going to burn it? Cause I feel like it's hard to just burn $70. <laughs> no, we haven't, we haven't burned it yet, but it smells, it smells so good. Like even not burning it. Like if you walk by that area, like it just still smells like it, but not to harp on a $70 candle. I just had to mention it because I wanted <laughs> I wanted that to be my flavor of the week, but I know how ridiculous it is. Um, so my real flavor of the week is going to be like, I'm sure we all know about how great the service is now, but if you don't get on it, it's target pickup. Yes. All the time. I don't know what I would do without it. It's the best. The best. I remember like years ago, like four or five years ago, maybe when they first, first, um, started it and like each target would have like two spots, right? Like two spots for you. And it was not as streamlined as it is now. And now like you go to a target and there's like 20 spots for that you can wait in. And it's just so streamlined. Like you place your order. It's ready in like an hour. You go, you tell them you're there and they bring it right out. They put it in your car and you go. It's like the easiest thing. It saves so much time for me. Like I will be at work and I'll be like, crap, I ran out of deodorant this morning. And so I'll place an order for deodorant and I'm like, oh yeah, I need milk too. So deodorant and milk swing by Target on the way home, they throw it in my car. And I'm like, basically home at the same time I would have been home. And I'm going to Target. I feel like it saves me so much money because I'm not going into Target and aimlessly just buying things. I'm like, okay, I need these like two or three things. And like you said, it's just perfect. It's like, okay, I'm going to be out or on my way home from work and I can just swing by. They throw it in your car. It's, it's seriously the best. I use it all the time. 
It is the best. And just for anybody that hasn't used it yet, it's not like Instacart where there's a fee or anything. They don't upcharge things because you're doing pickup. It's the same prices that are inside the stores at Target. There's no membership fee. Anybody that wants to shop at Target and wants to do a drive up order can do it. There's zero fee. It's just literally time of your life that you save. So it's amazing. That is my flavor of the week. And I think the only way you can do it is through the app though. I don't think you can do yes. pick up through desktop or anything like that. No, you have to have the target app. Yeah. But worth it. You should have the target app anyway. I was yes. going to say, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. It's the best thing ever. <laughs> All right, Laura, what's your flavor of the week? Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to try to not make this like a 10 minute spiel, but as I am getting back into spring cleaning, Jeff's out of town this weekend. So I plan on doing like this whole, um, like I plan on spending some time going through the house, cleaning, getting rid of things, making my piles of donate, sell, etc. This is kind of a twofer. First thing, my actual flavor of the week is offer up. If you're not using offer up, like what are you doing? I sell things like almost on a weekly basis. It is like my favorite thing ever. Um, when I moved in with Jeff, I used it a ton. When Jeff and I moved here, we used it a ton. And now we just use it for like random things as we come across something that we don't need anymore. Like today I like was going to get my, um, something out of one of my cupboards and I saw like a popcorn maker that I like never use. And I was like, I literally just grabbed my phone, snapped a picture, put it on offer up and put it back in the cupboard and I'll just let it sit in the cupboard until it eventually sells because almost everything eventually sells. Um, I made like over a thousand dollars in like a week when I, Jeff and I were moving in together and I was just putting up tons of stuff. And then same thing when we moved here, we probably made a close to a thousand dollars. It was how we bought like most of our, like when we had to buy a fridge, we used most of our appliance or our offer up money to buy it. So it was like, it's my favorite. I, I'm not very experienced with offer up. I think I just get really impatient. Like if I am in a mood to like purge, then like, I just want it out of my house where, so I'll like donate it for free rather so, than like try to sell it. I, mean, I need to get better at that. I'm fortunate where I have a lot, we have a lot of space, but I literally have a tub that like I put stuff like, so if it's like smaller things, like I put, I just put it in a tub and when it sells, I like just go to the tub, I pull it out and like, and then like eventually like, but, and it's, I'm not sitting here and holding on to things forever for $5. Like I do have like kind of the price limit. If it's something like I think would take a while to sell and I'm not going to get more than like $5 for it, then I'll just donate it. But if it's something like, that I definitely could get more money for, and I have the space to hold on to it, then I have no problem doing that. I definitely need to try because I mean, getting money for something that you're getting rid of sounds a lot better than just like dropping it off at Goodwill for them to get money off of it. That's kind of that cash. Cause I mean, I sell something almost like every one to two weeks. Some weeks I like will end up selling like a few things because randomly I'll just start getting a lot of hits. But like, that's basically what pays for like my manicures and pedicures is my, oh, that's awesome. stuff. yeah. So that's like, just like kind of, it's not free money because it's still stuff I paid for at some point, but it's better than just all of this stuff sitting in my house. But then this brings me to my favorite thing that I'm going to be doing. I came up with this, um, in the beginning of quarantine, when we were look, started looking at houses, 
um, I came up with something called the gross list and gross stands for get rid of stupid shit. And I basically made a list and I literally made a huge word document breaking down my entire house into a checklist. So it's not just like breaking down every room and going through each room. Like you break down each room into sections. So like it to like left side of dresser, right side of dresser, left side of closet, right side of closet, like everything gets broken down. And then like every day I would try to check off one or two things on that list. And like, so if it was the left side of my dresser, because it's like, if you just feel like you only need five, 10 minutes to go through something where it seems daunting, like, oh, I'm going to go through this whole room. And I was able to just like, and like, sometimes you just get such in a groove, you would check off like 10 things on the list. And it made me go through the entire house. I trash things. I purge things. I donate and I sell. And like immediately when you come across it, take pictures, post them up. And then I would just like do trips every week to go donate. And it was like the best way to do spring cleaning, go through the entire house. I loved my gross list, um, trademark pending because I. (laughs) That's an awesome idea. Um, I definitely need to do that. Yeah. So I recommend doing it if you're getting ready to do your spring cleaning and then make some money in the meantime, put it up on offer up. That was my long winded flavor of the week. I love it. Definitely need to check it out. So before we leave, Courtney, do your plug, tell everybody where, or remind everybody where they can find you. So on Facebook for Coco Loses, um, if you want the dating drama, it's on Instagram, uh, see Coco date and then TikTok. I've been doing mostly dating content recently and that's Coco talks. So C-O-C-O-T-O-K-S. I love it. Well, thanks again for joining us, Courtney. We always love having you on um, and we can't wait to catch up with you next time. Um, But thank you everybody for joining us for another episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter to request to join. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, please don't forget to take a moment leave us that five-star rate and review. And um, you can even rate us on Spotify now. So that's awesome. Just search for us on Spotify and you can give us a star rating. Also, if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>